to publish, perish or podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science and see what side of the bed science sleeps on. I'm Andrew Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Shearer, hello, Christopher Gibson, g'day, and today we are joined by someone very special. Another person. Another person. We are joined by our number one listener (laughs) with 88 confirmed listens. Whoa. (laughs) My brother, Lee Stapleton. Hello. (laughs) That's fine as well. All right. 88 listens. Yeah, well, sometimes I'm at work, so I just, you know, I listen to them again. Okay. And, you know... Oh, great. Yeah. And why did you still have questions to ask us at dinner? (laughs) 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 should know all about our lives. (laughs) So basically, listeners... For the people who listen to us the most, we're willing to fly you over I, and be in our podcast. Look, I paid for the flights, mate. We're not going to say... <laughs> look, I mean, if, let's say I'm, I'm willing to fly in from Melbourne if they get a cheap Tiger Air flight. You heard it You heard it first. Ooh. You heard it second. Andy's willing to fly someone and, from Melbourne. And you've got to be a top listener. Yeah. 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 There yeah. we are. Done. All right. That's easy. No one's going to fucking... No one, it doesn't include well, anyone. Wow. You sound nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You I should. Am. I am nervous. Um, what about the uh, side of the bed? Side of the bed. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What side of the bed do you sleep on, Christopher Gibson? I sleep on the side where the wall is. It doesn't help us. <laughs> we need to know the intimate layout of your bedroom for that. Uh, the reason I do that is so I can't roll out of the bed onto the floor. And I think science would do the same thing. You think science rolls out of the bed like a loser? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fine. So what side is that? Left or right? As you look at the bed, what side oh, are you on? Uh, that is the left, if you're standing at the bottom of the bed looking uh, at it. Perfect. That's where I would stand in your bedroom. Um, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, with you standing at the foot of the bed looking yeah. at me, I'm on your left. Okay, that's or- the wrong side. Lee? I, I sort of mix it up. You ha- well, Hang on, what kind of, what, what kind of crazy wild person <laughs> mixes madness. things up? Come on, Lee. Yeah, I sleep, like, sometimes I'll be against the wall and sometimes I'll be on the gap where I can get out and walk to the bathroom. The gap? There's a gap beside my bed. If I can only get in from one side, yeah. unless I jump in from the, the foot of the bed. Yeah. And then depends where I end up. Well, after jumping in. Uh, jump in. <laughs> <laughs> bounce. <laughs> it's a memory foam, so it's not really much of a bounce, I guess. It's just more like a slow sort of sink. <laughs> Very good. Um, so I sleep, as you look at the bed, on the right-hand side, which is the correct side. And also, I've told Kate, my partner, I said, you only get six swaps in our lifetime. What's that? Is that swaps... <laughs> For the night time, for the whole night. You mean side side of the bed or swapping you out? Yeah, (laughs) no. Look, bed at the moment, but who knows in the future? Can she can she trade in three bed swaps for a person swap? (laughs) (laughs) No, we haven't discussed it, but yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Why six? It's just because it's a low number that I can remember. Um, So science. What side of the beds does science sleep on? Chris, you said the 
bedside. It's, it's the side with the wall. It has to be. So science, you know, it doesn't roll out. And also it's got a good vantage point of the entire room. There's yep. no there's no spots in there where it can't see. Yep. And it can protect whoever's in the room more effectively. Perfect. And that is the human race because that's what science does. No, it's I mean, everyone. you're wrong. Uh, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> what? <laughs> Something that is said a lot on this podcast, science never sleeps. Doesn't need us out of the bed. Oh, Cameron! Boom! Yeah, you brought it. Right, but then. if it did just want to put his head down, it doesn't sleep, but it may nap. It may nap when the AFM's running. Mm. It may nap when an instrument is running, collecting data. So, Lee, what side of the bed does science sleep on? I wouldn't imagine science sleeps at all. Oh, look, okay, fine. Well, that's, what, that's what I'd say. Yeah. No, I'll... but he naps. Sure, they nap. He or she. It. No, it. That's, yeah, science a thing. Well, I guess if I had to choose, if it slept on the side of the bed, it would probably. Sleep, you know, curled up at the foot of it. <laughs> like, a, like a dog. Just lonely and shivering and just thinking. <laughs> like a nerd. Yeah. 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 Someone appreciate me. Yeah, <laughs> In published parish or podcast, or as Lee called it, what did you call it? P-pop. P-pop. Ooh. That's better than P-P-O-P. Yeah. yeah. P-pop. I like that. P-pop. I like that. I liked it. Anyway, in P-pop tradition... Um, I've come up with an academic introduction for Lee so that we all get to know a little bit about him. Okay. Lee, or we're going to say Dr. Stapleton, is a director of photography with degrees in film and a master's of TV production, both specialising in cinematography and both degrees from the University of Falmouth in the UK. Lee has a wealth of experience filming for the adult industry and has spent many years researching the field. <laughs> Although he currently works in advertising. His talk today is entitled, Is Boob Shock the New Shell Shock? Let's everyone welcome Lee. Hey, Lee. <laughs> Thank you. So when it's, you say adult stuff, you mean like really grown up old stuff? So Werther's Originals, Toffee Chocolates? My is that Fair what you're into? Yeah. No, My we, Fair um, Lady, yeah, we, no. <laughs> Pygmalion. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about? Definitely not. No. Yeah. Oh, the other yeah, adult. The other adult stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Currently, this it is was, an adult. This we've actually, was, we've actually said that this podcast is explicit, so you can go for it. Oh, great. Well, yeah, porn. <laughs> Yeah, the adult industry side of porn. I did that for five years in uh, the UK and all over Europe. But I remember you actually saying to me that boob shock is boob a thing. Fatigue. Like, if boob fatigue. Boob fatigue, yeah. yeah. So what's boob fatigue? It's like when you see so many boobs that and like physically in the same room as you. Yeah. You know, not like just looking online or anything like that, but actually in the same room as oh, you. That can happen? That <laughs> definitely happens. It definitely happens. And I remember I was speaking to a model before. I was talking to her for about a good 20, 30 minutes, and I've been working at this this company for about like two months. And then only until she turned around and walked away, I realized she was topless, and I never glanced down once. It's actually made you more polite. Yeah. And that wasn't just your English gentlemanliness. Oh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so boob fatigue, yeah, it's a real thing. You can tell us a bit more about that later. Oh, Chris, later, stop so. being a weird pervert, Chris. <laughs> Jesus Christ, calm down. We've got that fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> News from the week, chaps. Um, I'll go first just because I don't have very much. Um, first of all, I want to wish you all. Very Merry Christmas. It's very it's next week. It's the 21st of of uh, December, I think. <laughs> I was like, January? Wow. Dates, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> 
And uh, Christmas is just around the corner. And, so, and yeah, Merry Christmas yeah. to all you lot as well. Us or go. the listeners? Uh, listeners and you three. Oh, well, it's gonna, oh. this is going to be released well after Christmas, but I hope everyone had a lovely time and yeah. they got the presents that they deserve. Yeah. Yep. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> well, I bought your present. Oh, yeah, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the only other bit of news is Lee's here. Yay. Oh, well, yeah, Lee's oh, for two weeks. All right, Christopher Gibson. All right. Lots of Gibbo's news, Bring as it. always. Okay, so Christmas Barbie at work. Yeah. It's last Cameron was there. Last Friday. Last Friday. Yep. I was there. Oh, shit. You were there too. <laughs> but you weren't there to the very end. You didn't get to see me play cricket. No. And may I say, let me just check what I've written. Oh, yeah. I played superbly. Did I you have to look at the word <laughs> In case it says something else, like terribly. Yeah, yeah. I, just had to be, I just had to be a little bit careful. So, no, I played superbly. I dominated. Um, Cameron uh, bowled to me. I destroyed Cameron, without a doubt. Cameron, destroyed. do you concur? Um, uh, did I get you out? Nope. Are you lying? No. All right. Technically, yes. <laughs> so like, how did you destroy me? Because I hit you for at least six sixes before then. Did you really? No. But I did play. <laughs> <laughs> but I did play amazingly well. Uh, so uh, we obviously need to uh, independent independently verify that. So Cameron. Okay. So uh, Chris, how many times were you dropped while I was bowling? Not many. Not many. Only half a dozen, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times did you completely miss the ball? Only about twelve times. Okay. And how many actual good shots did you play? At least six or seven. No, I think that's a lie. You played about two good shots. Oh, let's, Cameron. All right, Cameron. When you were batting, how many good shots did you play? Um, I wasn't taking it seriously. I was <laughs> Fuck off. giving people <laughs> No way. So, excellent. Sorry, Chris. Yes, you played cricket and you did okay. I did amazingly well. It was incredible. You did superb. I did. So, anyway, more news. Um, Lots of feedback from people at uni. Mike Perkins, uh, Daryl Jones, a.k.a. Heavy D, a.k.a. Heavy... What else? Heavy D. I'm Heavy you said, G. You are You are quite heavy. <laughs> you're not Heavy G. You're yeah. Notorious B.I.G. I'm Notorious B.I.G. That's right. <laughs> and Special G. Um, you are quite special. <laughs> and there were other people in the corridor uh, hit me up and said they want to hear more about Gibbo's sites. No, no one they want to hear says more. That, it's that the, was all over. It's the favourite segment. It's not the favourite segment. We know it that. is. It is. So this could be the last one for the year. Is that right? This podcast. Uh, this is the last one we're recording, but it will go out in the new year. All right. So we need to do the very last Gibbo site site watch for the year. Okay. How many did I end up with this year, Cameron? You look disdainful. Yeah. Okay, so hang on, as uh, Lee, as our number one listener, oh god, do you enjoy Gibbo's Sight Watch as much as as Gibbo believes people do? I mean, there's segments like there's moments when I'm listening to it that I don't realise I am listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets in, it gets, because it gets under just, the skin. Well, that's the, the thing. It's all, yeah, yeah. yeah, it it's gets like, under the skin. People don't realise how much they love it, and then when it's gone, oh, that's it. Then when it's like, gone, they're yeah. like, holy shit. Gibbo, yeah. come back, yeah. come back. So this year finished with 1089 for Scopus. Actually lost a couple of sites. And on Web of Science core collection finished with 1058. Boom. H-index 18 in both. 
take that. Well done. Yeah. Well done, Good you. For you Chris. So, Thank, Thank you. Thank so you. So you've definitely beaten last year because you beat you you beat last year a while ago, didn't you? Yeah, I did about two or three podcasts ago. Ah. But now we've got a new segment. Oh, we, I can't wait. Gibbo's rants. Gibbo's angry rant. Ooh. Okay. So this is summing up all the stuff that happened this year that annoyed me at work. <laughs> <laughs> the top five. So I manage a facility, so I have lots of students using equipment that I manage and I train them on. And these are some of the things that annoyed me this year. Coming in at number five. It's a top five? Yep. I thought this was just a rant. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Lights well, being... You know, that's not what a rant is, don't you? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Lights being left on in the lab. That's a waste of electricity, waste of energy. It's bad for the environment. Yeah. Please don't do it. Couldn't you argue that if an experiment goes wrong, that's a waste of electricity as well? Ooh. Lee, you, you're new to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pithy, clever comments are not welcome. Surely <laughs> <laughs> <Duly> noted. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. And there is a lot of energy wasted on shitty experiments. I agree entirely. Mainly done by other people, not me. <laughs> oh, Chris, are you all right, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, on, he's in rant mode. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Don't, so, don't fire him up. <laughs> Number four, doors being left unlocked. So we have a bunch of people uh, that, that work in the lab who have PhDs or are studying you know, to get a PhD and they can't lock doors. Do you have any problem locking doors, Andy? Uh, no, I think, I think I got it down. Yeah. Can I... Um, the doors have been left unlocked. How many dollars or how many thousands of dollars worth of things have been stolen from these rooms? All right. That's a very, very good question. As far as I can tell, zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but the potential for millions of dollars and thousands of kilograms of equipment could be stolen. If the doors the are left unlocked. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to, to actually steal some of the equipment, you'd need a fucking forklift. <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to get out the door anyway. But that's beside the point. All right. Coming in at number three. So these are things that have been left beside the equipment I manage. <laughs> left beside for me to pick up. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Not belching. <laughs> broken cover slips and broken glass slides. Now, thankfully, the only person who was cut was me, so no one seriously Did you injured. file it? Did you put it in the OHS report? Fuck no. No, that would just be way too painful. Coming in at number two, what has been left beside the instruments? A rock. A big, shiny rock. You mean... You mean a diamond? No. <laughs> and not the rock. Was not someone proposing to you? <laughs> no, no, Dwayne Johnson. No, no one's, no one's left Dwayne Johnson loitering near the equipment either. Not the rock. I mean Shiner. a rock. <laughs> Is this a DVD the rock? Uh, no, no, oh. not a DVD of the rock. What the rock's got cooking, whatever. No, a rock. So anyway, whatever. But number one. Yes. Number one. Snotty, mucus-ridden tissues. Oh, yeah, that must be annoying. How... Do you know their mucus? So uh, the tissues were there. I took photos of them and then I put them in the bin with a glove just to be sure. And Did then you I sniff them? No. Do they smell no, a bit like chlorine? No. <laughs> no. Is that what it smells like? Jesus. Um, anyway, so I, I uh, tracked the student down, showed them the, uh, the photos and said, what do you think this is? And they sort of looked at it. 
Went, mm, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, no, I had a really, really bad cold, so a lot of, a lot of snot was coming out. I was like, thank you, motherfucker. I have to was that their name? That up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, that is it. Gibson's rant mm. over. Hopefully that'll be the only time we do this segment. Well, maybe at last something we agree on. <laughs> in one in one year, in one year, I'll do another Gibbo's Ooh. rant. All right, easy, easy. Lee, worst thing ever left near your equipment? Oh, oh. tissues, oh, I'm sure. That's very good, actually. Yeah, uh, a few things have been left near my equipment. Uh, well, used pants usually. A lot of used pants. Used okay. pants? Yeah, well, worn. Yeah. Like used through. <laughs> no, like literally worn, but like, yeah. you know, pre... pre. Uh, Don't say the word. <laughs> fornication. Yeah. Yeah, so like they've got all the, obviously the excitement stuff on there. <laughs> the excitement. Chris, <laughs> gives it. The excitement stuff. Yeah, there. like... Anyway, so that's been left, that's been left on my desk. It's been all left. Right, yeah. This is this is all new stuff for P-pop, I can tell you that much. You've really taken to P-pop. I love P-pop. Uh, that's yeah. brilliant. Lee, another great contribution to P-pop is the word P-pop. Thank You're you. Very welcome. As well as stories. Camera news from the week. Um all right. Uh paper accepted this week. <sighs> well done. Another one. Fantastic. Another one. Are we on this one? No, no. I'm the only one in this uh. room on this paper. Come on. What journal? Come on. Give it the to journal us. is the Journal of the Chinese Chemical Society. Impact oh. Factor. Um, I couldn't find it. <laughs> it's that's not like, real. Yeah, that's right. It's like mine last week, the Journal of Materialomics. Uh. Materialomics. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a real journal. It's actually the uh, Wiley is the publisher, which uh-huh. is a, which is a yeah, good that's reasonable. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not yeah. sure. I, I mean, I was looking at my phone before for the Impact Factor and I couldn't find it, but I'm sure it's, I don't know. 15, something like that. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure. That's by the way, Lee. Like, three is acceptable. 15 would be super acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Understand. High number, better. Yeah. Good. Got yep. you. Hey, um, and uh, you haven't asked me what I did in the paper? Oh, what did you do in the paper? I'm actually not sure because I've never I've never seen it. Ooh. Oh, so- didn't see it till it was in print. <laughs> you are now officially... On the academic kind of yeah. uh, ladder, a, you're on that next run. I'm one of them. Yeah, you, you don't even. I don't even need to officially do anything to get my name on a paper. It no. seems. So how did it? How did it come about then that you were actually on a paper? I must have done something. So the I know one other author on the paper, and I'm always doing things to help them out. Yeah. So it must. I must have done something really important. Probably something that no one else could do. Um, and so they thought this guy must be in the paper, but I don't want him to read it. Mm. Doing nothing, <laughs> yeah. Doing nothing and get your name on a paper. You're living the dream, Cameron. Yeah. You're living the dream. And I think the other thing is a name like Cameron Shearer. It's just a name you can trust. So, Lee, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> thoughts? That, <laughs> is he running for mayor? <laughs> <laughs> I think that you know anyone out, any listeners out there, add my name onto your paper, and you're more likely to get accepted. I, I, I can't believe well, you turned this a into a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> really Cameron can't. Shearer or Christopher T. Gibson. I or think. Andrew J. Stapleton. No, please. No. Oh, no Lee, Lee P. Stapleton. <laughs> Lee P. If Lee, <laughs> Lee, if you get your name on a paper as a result of this podcast, I'll be well impressed. I'd love to have a sight watch of my there, own. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a minute. We need to write a paper and we need to get Lee on there. Why not? 
Yeah, there's no, there's no reason that we can't. He no? just has to do something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or nothing. Yeah, or nothing. Or less than nothing. And Lee, come on. You must have loads. Oh, Cameron, are you done? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's been a busy week for Cameron. Yeah, come on, Speed Cameron. it up, Cameron. See, I don't think I did this last week because we were the same kind of thing. Chris's news went for ages for some reason. <laughs> uh, I went to a conference a week or so ago and um, I was showing a poster mm. and someone was asking me a question. And when they, they wanted to point to a figure on the poster I was standing in front of. Yeah. And so I kind of imagined when you're pointing at something, you were just, you know, an index finger pointing at it. Yeah. But this guy, he gave it the rocker fist. No! <laughs> so that's index finger out, little finger out, and thumb up to point at something on my poster. Is he, is he a member of the Illuminati? I'm is not that, sure. He's showing should you. Should I have asked him? He should, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a bit too cool for a scientist, isn't it? Jesus. I'm not sure I'm in favour of that. So can you think of any reason why someone, like, is there a medical reason why you could do a rocker, rocker point but not a regular index finger He point? may be a Satan worshipper. Isn't that like a Satan sign as well, I thought? It's devil maybe. horns? Devil, devil horns, horns, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. I just think he wanted to intimidate you. Or it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> takes more than takes more than Satan. <laughs> takes more than Satan fingers to uh, intimidate Cameron. Hey, and the, that poster won a prize as well. Hey, come on, you are rocking well the academic world, Cameron. Yep. Come on, Bloody well done. Best, po- best poster prize. Yeah, I got a box of chocolates. Nice. And this one was voted for by the people. For the people. For the people. Uh, got myself a box of chocolates. Now, some question you might want to ask is how many posters were at the were shown at this particular poster session? Go ask the question. I would like to know how many posters were shown. What's the max, the minimum number where winning a poster prize seems like a good um, thing? A good oh, achievement. Yeah. It's like 100. You're pretty happy if you win with 50. There's 100. 50. 50. Yeah, I'd be very happy to win with those yeah. 50. Yeah, 50 sounds All fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. And how would you feel when there's two? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the way, it's, the way it feels is 50-50. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if I didn't win something. <laughs> <laughs> Only one prize, unfortunately. How bad was the other poster? <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to give them half the chocolates. Yeah. But they weren't individually wrapped. They were all. Oh, you weren't like, going to give them half the chocolates. Oh, I so would have. Mm. What, so what were they? It's a box of Hague's chocolates. Yeah, that's why you kept them. They're the posh type. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, my news is done. Unless you want me to. No, I want to do this one too. Uh, all right, I've oh. got Chris's notes in my hand from a few weeks ago. Because uh, he always, <laughs> <laughs> always leaves them behind in my oh, house. Oh shit. <laughs> And so he kind of, I don't know what's going to get cut out from what he talked about before, but he really writes down every single word he says. <laughs> That's why he had to look up superbly. <laughs> and so here he's got all these nicknames written down, which I kind of thought that would have just rolled off the tongue. So If this they're is, true nicknames, they should indeed yeah, I mean, roll off the tongue. This is for top 20 listener Adam Blanche. Written down here is Blanchy, Blanchard, Blancharama, and the lesser known or used... Blanche Dubois. <laughs> That's a character from the uh, play Streetcar Named Desire yeah. by Tennessee Williams. Which he also has written down on this piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> there are no ad libs. There are no ad libs. 
Oh, very that's good. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. What's my nickname? My, write me a list of nicknames oh, and send it to uh, me. By the way, I'm I'm would like I love Gibbo as a nickname, but I'd really like a new one, and I'm hoping to try it out tonight. Do it, T Bone. No, no, T Bone. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, it's kind of meaty and bony, and I just think it suits me. You're notorious B.I.G. Yeah, fair enough then. Yeah, I'll just have to accept that. <laughs> Very good. And Lee. Come uh, on, contribute to our news. I will. How many uh, papers you published? Zero. Actually, we're working on one though at the moment, apparently. Ooh. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, I completely forgot. Guess what? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be ahead of you two on the author list as well. <laughs> no, not much, not really much for me in terms of news other than I discovered the Korean sensation of mukbang Ooh. online. I don't know if you know what mukbang is. No, but no, I want to know. Mok- I need to know. Mukbang. It's now, I was literally the, the casually, you know, innocently browsing you. I like watching you say it. Say it again. Mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a face worker. Yeah, it really is. Face <laughs> warm up with mukbang. But there's actually there's a, <laughs> but um there's two. There's mukbang and uh I think it's mukbang or muk, muk no muk and muk mukbang and mukbang. Oh lord, I'm scared to ask what this is. What um, these things so are. is this related to your previous employment? No. Okay. Thank goodness. Um, oh god, don't take my work home with me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, it's basically a Korean sensation where people now go on a live stream and actually watch someone eat a massive feast. Oh. And they deliberately eat really loud, and I know you would hate oh, that. Oh, I hate what? loud eaters. Yeah, it's actual thing. You can go like, mukbang, yeah. It's literally... Is it like mukbang.com.au? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's just just Google. Uh, just Google mock bang, and then you'll find all these uh, hit Korean sensations. This is my perfect career. You could do I do this. this all the fucking time. <laughs> you could build yourself doing constantly. It. <laughs> awesome. How do I get on this? I mean, are they interested in looking at someone like me some, eating loud? I, I reckon they're open to. There's a lot of people on there, so yeah. I reckon you just have to have your sort of point of difference. But yeah. do you know how to record videos? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there we go. I can see him get to the end began. of the feast and then just not record anything. And then cooks out another lot up. I reckon like he'll he'll just buy a camera, not plug it in, and just use it as an excuse to eat lots of food. <laughs> Doing a mukbang, guys. That's what the wife will be saying. You're eating constantly. Would you stop? Mockbang, love. Mockbang. <laughs> I'm mockbanging. This is the new career. The new career. A career started and finished within about a minute. For you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's my news. I discovered that. That's good. That's, that's more interesting awesome. than Chris's that's news. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. People in the room. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. In place of our topic for the day, we're going to give our number one listener with 88 confirmed listens <laughs> a chance to ask a couple of questions. Over to you. Firstly, I think I may have left my SoundCloud on sometimes, so some of those 88 listens may have been outside the room. Uh, <laughs> if no, you don't li- say that. <laughs> no, don't worry. It if you live in us. Melbourne and you like to listen to P-pop, you've just found a way to beat 88 listens, <laughs> and Andy will pay for you to come visit us. <laughs> Once again, another great thing to cut. I mean, it's going to be a short episode. Um, uh, yeah, I've got some questions. I've got three and they're quite sciencey. I hope you can help because. All right. Yep. First one. How did the universe begin if there was nothing? So, that's a very good question, and there, and there is some work saying now that that 
that you know time began at the Big Bang, but there are some theories now that are basically saying that there must have been something before the Big Bang, um, and there are some theories that are basically saying the universe has always been here, so there is no beginning, and there is no end. But what's happening is uh, the universe. Uh, so where you have the uh, expansion from the Big Bang, then it gets to a point where it starts to contract. The universe then contracts back to a point. The Big Bang starts again. And so it's just constant inflation, deflation. So there is no real beginning, perhaps. Big it's Bang, Big Crunch. Big Bang, Big Crunch. Have you heard of the Big Crunch? No. Yeah, the Big Crunch. Now, there is a lot of work at the moment about trying to work out some of the universal constants in the universe to, to, to determine whether that's actually going to happen. And there's still a lot of work. So you've heard of things like dark energy... Dark matter. Yeah, I've heard of dark matter. So these are things that have never been experimentally observed, but they include these because it's the only way to explain some of the theories they've got about the Big Bang. So what, what I want to bring up here, and this is a really interesting question for, for our science. No, Lee's asking the question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if a theory has things in it that cannot be experimentally proven, or we have yet to experimentally prove them, is that a real theory? No, well, uh, we talked the difference between a theory and a fact um, a mm. few weeks ago, and the idea is that a theory is something that best explains the uh, whole bunch of evidence we have uh, collected until now, but it can be disproven wrong if something else has come up, whereas a fact is something that can't be disproven wrong, or at least is not expected to be, I should mm. say. Mm. Yeah. All right, so two other theories that Chris hasn't mentioned that um, can be said. So the first one is that our Big Bang is the first one, so it wasn't Big Bang, Big Crunch. Uh, but then there could have been just energy before that there was matter. Right. <laughs> so that, um, but then, like, where does the energy come from? My third one is uh, just probability. So uh, there was nothing before, but just because it's po it was possible to happen that it did. When when we think of like empty space, when we when we think of a vacuum, i.e., nothing, like there's no, like nothing in this room. Imagine this room. There's absolutely nothing. There's still stuff happening. Particles come in and out of existence. They split, so energy splits into like particle and antiparticle, and then sometime later they can join up again. So our idea of nothing is not actually nothing. It's this kind of soup, this energy soup. And so, given an infinite amount of time. It could be that some particles happen to come into existence all at the same time, right? Given an infinite yeah. amount of time, there's a non-zero probability that that could happen. And it's just that it happened, and this is what resulted <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, relatively good. Thank you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we did it. Square out of 100? No. <laughs> no. Um, it's what um, we do, Lee. It's what we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. yeah, that's what we do. I got, another, I got another one, though, and I thought of this the other night, which was, what would you deem is not a science? Ooh. Chiropractor. <laughs> Chiropractor. Yeah, that's good. What, what, yeah. you, what's, what's the term for Chiropractor. <laughs> what did you say? Chiropracting. We've all had a go. Chiropractry. Yeah, I don't think I don't. Think, uh, I don't Chiral think practitioner? No, I don't think that's right either. <laughs> Chiral practitioner. Um, and the other one uh, where you know water has a memory. What's that one? Homeopathy. Uh, homeopathy. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to say. Like, what's not really a science? 
Well, I think what we've seen recently is um, this rise of the natural medicine. Like that genuinely isn't a science. Now, for me, science, you, you test things, you observe, and then you make predictions on what will happen in the future based what you've seen. And then you try to either make something better or you, you just observe and just, you mm. know. You, it's you, a paranormal studies. I would not consider that a science. Well, yeah. And so th- the one thing that goes against science is cherry picking data. So when you, if you run an experiment, say a hundred times, let's say two of those times, you're going to get weird results just, yeah. just by chance. Yep. But the other 98% of the time is going to be excellent. Yep. Good. It, it all works. So by cherry picking the data, you choose the two times and you go, aha, souls do exist. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> dogs can read our minds or whatever. And then just cherry- and then just ignore the rest. And we can see that now with climate science. We can see it now with, with medicine. And so what isn't a science is anything that does that in my mind, unless they want to get a nature paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just cherry pick and you just hope it all goes well. Is nature like the big thing? I've got one under review at Nature Communications. It doesn't count. There's not a nature paper. It's got to pay. <laughs> no, none. Mm. Can I ask oh. you a question, Lee? Yeah. What do you think of science? What do you like? We we do science every day, day in day. We talk science. We produce a podcast on science. But what do you, as someone who hasn't got a science degree, think of science? It's just it's a bunch of numbers and tests, isn't it? Like, really? Like, it's, it's just discovery, isn't it? Science is what you guys do. You discover things. Yeah. Do you, you like it? Do you trust science? Um, I trust... Uh, that's a hard one, actually. I don't know if I can trust all of sciences because in order to believe a science, you have to obviously, you know, to believe something, you have to be able to read the paper and understand it and go, oh, that does make sense. Whereas yeah. I have to take people's word for it because I'm not well as, as well educated in science and certain sayings and stuff. So I, I guess I do actually have to trust science. Yeah. But there are also, you know, some things with science that I kind of don't, I don't know what to say, but all three of you looking at me like right in the eyes, like, hey, well, what I'm going to say is going to offend three scientists <laughs> in this room. No, no, no. Tell I mean, us what you really think. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. There are some that's... things with science I feel that it's just a bit too much. Like what? Like, uh, I think even... Dad put it one way once, which was curing, uh, trying to cure diseases and stuff. It's too much. Do you think natural selection, you should let it run its course to a certain degree at the end of life? Yeah, I mean, but then again, yeah, definitely. I think there should be some sort of way of culling. Because how, how would you guys science the overpopulation? So population is a good one because developed countries double their population, I think, every 40 years. But underdeveloped countries, it's much, much quicker than that. So maybe like the one child policy that China had. Can we really bring that in for every country on the planet? Probably not. Mm. So we're going to hit a tipping point at some point. There's no way around and it. that's when we all buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Very thought-provoking questions. I oh, thought. um, there's something that I asked Ian uh, and his dad when he was on. Uh, Lee, can you just quickly say what it is that Andy does? Andy? Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, him. Oh, uh, God. Uh, <laughs> at work, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... At work. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I'll, t- um, I'll take anything, actually. Uh, <laughs> don't you do something with needles, uh, little tips? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I tell you yeah, what. Yeah, he's, he's on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you're, I don't know what you're measuring, though. You're just prodding stuff. I don't know. You're, you, you discover... Oh, God. No, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you do. That's what he does. Like, That's fine. Because, you know, whatever, you go, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> because good for you, Andy. <laughs>
Our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And today, the Science This topic is something we all love because we've all got these now on our phones. Yep. It's photography. Boo. And the reason we chose this is because in our company tonight, we have someone who can actually give us peer review in real time, yep. which is Lee Stapleton, who's a professional photographer. Yes, yes, yes I am. You yeah. probably know everything about exactly how they work and uh, the um, I, how the field is moving forwards. I do know quite a bit about the technical hardware side of cameras Holy um, shit. and the uh, skills required and oh gizmos. So, yep, All my right. master's, hopefully yep, I can... Yep. So, Lee, at any moment, feel free to ask clarifying questions. Please. And uh, feel free also to take the piss. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? Do you, you feel like oh, you've got a good I've one? Got, I've got two. Choose he told, one. You told us this already. <laughs> and we told you, choose one. Uh, all right, all right. All right, all right here I've we go. One. I've got one. So. He's going to say both. He's definitely doing both. So, what is hard about taking photos? Right? Nothing. No, no. It's not like there's the technical side of things, yes. And I I really can't bring much more to that. What about. Is that it? Have you. You you having your big fat thumb. You having your big fat thumb over the screen. (laughs) (laughs) My science this is getting my thumb amputated. Photo bombing your own photos with your thumb. No, uh, when you're taking photos of kids, it's getting the kids to smile at the right time. Yes. How do you do that? Now, usually you do this by, you know, putting your hands up and toys and bullshit like that. And then when you try and take the photo, you know, there's always a bit of a delay. And then, you know, snap, 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 you miss the chance. You miss Miss the the prime opportunity. You miss the chance. Yeah. So... I'm using a sentient artificial intelligence program that uses facial recognition software. And this is the newest thing that's coming out now. This is going to come out. <laughs> Lee, you've heard of it, obviously. I can see in your eyes. Yep, it's you know already, all about this. It's already out, Chris. It'll actually uh, look at the face. It'll recognize when the smile is coming from the twitching of the muscles. And also, we would have sensors to detect when a smile's coming. Sensors well. where? On the body? On the, the child would be covered in sensors. <laughs> <laughs> I could stop you right there. That, so may, then, that may not work. <laughs> then you have to employ Lee to Photoshop out the sensors. Yeah, I, I think I've just realised the flaw in the plan. Anyway, and then as soon as the smile occurs, the oh. camera automatically takes the photo. Yes. Instantly. Perfect. Okay. Boom. Can I ask a question? Ask. Depending on different lighting conditions and such alike, you have your shutter speed will be set to different things, right? So obviously, when a shutter opens, you got one two fiftieth of a second, really quick. That's right. It means it's very dark, but you need a lot of lighting in there. That's right. That's right. right? So when a smile comes up and you're in a low light situation and your shutter's on one over sixty, let's so just say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're yep. going to get more blur in that photo than you would on one that's higher. But mm. also, do you know that every camera has a burst mode shooting anyway? I I do now. Because <laughs> you know, like, uh, I don't know I what do phone now. you may have, but like you know, he doesn't. He doesn't know either. No, he just. Knows <laughs> Chris my, doesn't even use apps, and that's true. My my phone has a camera in it. <laughs> Good idea, you know. Officially, rec- but some Thank people you, just Lee. can't smile, you know. And yeah, but like, oh yeah, you know, what about someone just say they've got a physical, like they've had a stroke and they can't actually smile, yeah. and then now they're getting 
they're now being like sort of ah, what's, what's they, the word? No, no, no. I know. Like then you, ha- mode. You, have, you have a separate mode on it called grimace mode. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, and uh, <laughs> hang on, imagine that. No, I just imagine someone right. going, okay, smile. Oh, hang on, I just oh. need to change the setting. <laughs> Not you, Paula. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if you got a mixed group of grimaces and not grimaces? Exactly. Oh, you need a very, so, very smart AI to do that. Would yeah. uh would it be grimace mode and Ronald McDonald mode? Yeah, you could combine the modes, I think. Yeah, yeah, obviously. 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 Just like yeah. that. Obviously, that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, verdict for the first uh first Science this. You can you can give a hundred percent. You can oh, well, percentages. Yeah. Let's do oh, percentage. yeah. Ten out of ten is, is perfectly fine. Oh wow. Uh, That's well, not a percent, Chris, but yeah. good try. <laughs> not a percent. The, 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 the principle of having a fo- camera getting ta- a photo being taken as a smile is detected is a clever little idea. Thank you. But like I would literally I'll probably give it out of a hundred percent, probably a a thirty. What? <laughs> Take that, Christopher Gibson. Thirty out of ten. Thirty, out, 30, out, 30 out of hundred. Thirty percent out of hundred. Uh, just, just because the idea is there, but the execution wouldn't necessarily work. I understand you're a hard marker, and Andy and Cameron will get nowhere near thirty percent. That's fine. I understand. I understand. All right. Second one. Oh, second one. All go right. On. All right. Let's see how we go. So. What do we love about taking photos? What's 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 good about it? It's capturing memories, capturing memories of the present. I want to take photos of, of the, the past. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of the past. Right. Good guess, Andy. Good guess. <laughs> right. How am I going to do that? I light don't know. leaves the planet Earth and it travels at the speed of light. Yes. So if uh, you wanted to, to see what we were doing and you're five years in the future. Oh, I like this. Right now, how are you going to do it? You've got to go five light years out into space. Yes. And you've got to have a camera that can magnify that light so you can take a photo. Big problem. How do you get there faster than light? Good question. You've got to solve some big problems in physics. You've got to combine quantum mechanics and relativity. You've got to make wormholes or... Warp drive, just like Star Trek. Yes. That means you shrink space in front of the spacecraft, you expand space behind it. This this is connected to photography. <laughs> <laughs> you travel. Keeping up. If you, say, for example, you want to see if Jesus was real. Because okay. it's, it's Christmas coming up. You travel 2,000 light years at warp speed. Thanks for the topical reference, Chris. No worries. <laughs> you get there ahead of where the light is. You put your massive magnifying camera there and you start snapping. And then you take photos of Jesus. There you go. There might be some clouds in the way and he might be inside a structure like a manger and things like that. So you'd have to wait. You might be in a manger. (laughs) (laughs) What are the chances? Going all the way back in time and be like, fuck, I'm in a manger again. Is that technically possible? I'm sure it probably could be done. Thank you, Lee. But isn't, but isn't, isn't essentially a photo the past... By default, immediately. Yes. So therefore, we already do that. Yep. Past cameras. Past cameras are in the past, Chris. So essentially, if I take a photo now, you are seeing me infinitesimally small distance in the past. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. You are. You're actually <laughs> absolutely correct. But, absolutely correct. But also, I like the idea that we could go back and see that Jesus isn't real. But like, it's um. <laughs> oh, controversially, <laughs> out of a hundred, uh, I give that one. 
Uh, 36%. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. We've got an Only average because of 30. He, he was smiling so intently at me. Oh, I was like, oh, 20% oh, improvement on last time. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's going to be hard to beat. I'll go, I'll go next. All right. All right. This is how I would science photography. Uh, I, I, I looked at what do photographers capture? What is the thing they capture to make a photograph? Light. Well done. Points to Christopher Gibson. <laughs> Gold star. How do they capture it? It depends. The camera. Yeah, that was close enough. Yeah. With a camera, right? So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> With a microphone. <laughs> so what I'm doing is I'm taking a normal camera, but I'm giving it an extra dimension. I am allowing the camera to not only capture visible light, but it's also capturing other add-ons that I put on. So use this as an example. Dun, okay. dun, dun. I arrive at a crime scene. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm like, I need to take photos. Is this a cri- like, is this I, need a crime remove, I need to remove evidence. Crime of cause. And in front of me is a thing. And I'm like, oh, great imagination. What's that thing? Uh. <laughs> so I, I take my camera and I add on the infrared spectrophotometer attachment. Okay. And I take a photo alongside the light aspect. We also get chemical analysis alongside the photograph. Okay. I can then identify what's in things. Now, I did start this idea with um, EDAX. All right. Which is um, which is oh, I've got it here. Energy dispersive X-ray spectro spectro spectroscopy. Uh huh. Spectrophotometry or what? no, it's not a photometry. Spectroscopy. Thank you. Um, so I would have to fire <laughs> electrons. electrons at people. <laughs> 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 which I'm not, I don't know if people would be fine with that. Uh, so essentially, the way I'm sciencing it is, I'm. Had adding different attachments to a camera and not only capturing the picture but also chemical information and overlaying that on the picture so I can get more information. Go, how was no. that? That was fucking great. No, that's what no, what's ever happened? It's, no, you can't because basically you're saying you're adding things onto the camera, yeah, which yeah. therefore then takes it away from the camera serving the purpose as a camera. No, now. no, so no, the sensor is like mm-hmm. got an Lee's IR sensor here, Lee's well. no, you yeah. back yeah. out, you Christopher you're, Gibson. No, what you're saying is you're adding something on to then then overlays onto the image what information is in the like what chemical balances yeah. I don't know, whatever, yeah. on the yeah. image, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. So basically, what you're saying is that. You know when someone else goes to a crime scene and does that job as well? Yeah. And then measures that and then they have re- records and stuff. Yep. You're eliminating their job. Yeah, I'm doing that. Joint destroying jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, destroying I've got jobs. no problem. This wasn't but also employ more people. You're, you're, now, you're only talking that about why would, why would I want to know the chemical balance of my family's face? Well, yeah, family well, portraits? because you want to know whether your wife's um, got extra other person on her. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like milk? I don't know what insecurities you have with your personal life, Andrew, but I don't feel the need to have to worry about that. Look, I'm just saying, it could think outside the box here, people. This is revolutionary. No, you just use a black light because that'll pick up urine, blood, or semen. Is that what you do? You go uh, or oh, and semen. I would love to turn a black light over Chris. I, you would glow like nothing else. God, I hope Put sunglasses on first. Yeah, yes. that's right. I hope um, it's urine. Yeah. I mean, frankly, like, why would I need that? 
Mm, thank why, you, Luke. Yeah, mm. why would yeah. why yeah. would I need that? Yeah. Crime yeah. scenes. Crime I've told scene. you. Just a crime yeah. scene. Yeah. Just crime scenes. First, uh, first of all, and uh, and when you... All right, this. You've got some a stain on your T-shirt. <laughs> Not now, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, right, <sorry. laughs> And uh, you go, what's this? And I go... I'll grab my camera. <laughs> and I go, oh, <laughs> And I go, not only can I tell you the exact size, it's pizza. It's mm. pizza sauce. I had a stain on, on myself the other day and I just tasted it. It wasn't pizza. Fine. Fine. All right. All right. We got a score. We got a score. Yeah, 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 Come yeah. on. That's, yeah. that's so good. That it's clever. Yes. But like, but like, remember, photography is primarily an art form. Yeah. Right? So, so don't you get all behind him. You know? Karen <laughs> <laughs> Sheeran. is primarily yeah. an art form. Well, therefore, yeah. you know, the things that Gibbo's been saying. Yeah. Grimace um, mode. That's yeah, art. Like, that's art, motherfucker. They're still, you know, still capturing the moment, yeah. right? Thank you. You're just, you're just doing something that could be a bespoke pro- a bespoke piece of hardware for crime scenes. Mm, yeah. Right? An attachment of, I've scienced photography. That's you the... haven't. No, you can't science no, art. No, that's right. That's Ooh. exactly right. <laughs> He's right. He's absolutely right. Like yeah. Science is art. Mm. Uh, out of 100%, I'd probably give you a... I reckon it's about a 28 for that. Yes. I really, 28? I would, I wouldn't that's find... below Chris <laughs> yeah, I know. Gibson's first you're, one. You're going completely against... What photography is? Yeah, mm. fine. Yeah. Don't you say yeah? yeah. You haven't yeah, gone yeah, yet. Yeah, He's yeah, gonna yeah. slaughter you. Hey, uh, you know what? You exactly described the Raman spectrophotometer that we have, but in IR. Well, it kind of does the same thing. Light comes in, light comes out. Boring. Mm. So technically, did he just plagiarize another piece of? Yeah, that we had, that we already have in our building. Oh right. Well, sorry, zero percent. You're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You're not allowed yes. to plagiarize. Yes. Yes. We all know happens to a plagiarist. I'm winning. I'm winning. <laughs> Can Last... I still stay at your house? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, you are perceptive and brilliant. Thank you. Andy, last time that we did a science this, you and I went the other way around. Yes. And you were upset because we had the same thing written down. Yeah. My first note says IR. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I actually know how it would work. So currently okay. a um, your detector, your detector array in a camera is made of something like a silicon, yeah. which has a very low band gap. And so it's detecting the, the amount of light hitting it. Correct. And so then... He's saying it correctly. All right, <laughs> just joining in. So at the moment, it's really set up to look at only visual light because visual light. that's what we're we're seeing with our eyes. And so I want to change it from silicon to be something else that can can uh, look at a wider range of light. But I'm not doing it for a silly science reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be great that if you then extend it to the IR. That you could then add in like an IR glow to people's faces, and then you could sell it as some kind of like soul photograph. Oh, Cameron! <laughs> what? This sounds amazing. <laughs> soul photo. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So when you say, "Oh, you mean infrared, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, infrared light. So that would kind of you you know you'd get a pretty big uh, peak for it around someone's face because that wouldn't be covered up, mm. and so. In addition to the regular, uh, boring old standard photograph of someone's boring face, old. you can then choose to kind of add in this IR glow where anywhere um, uncovered will kind of be a bit brighter. And I feel like that would really uh, revolutionize what people uh, are expecting to see in photographs. 
Well, they won't be expecting to see a glow. Well, but that's that's what makes it surprising oh, it, and creative. The cracks are showing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You we are Photoshop. You can already do that, can't you? By fucking yeah. around with the contrast yeah, and brightness can, on your phone. That's, you that's something that's already done. No, no but this is no, this will be no, real. No, like a soul. <laughs> uh, are you saying oh, souls are real? Now we're saying so. Does science believe souls are real? Yes. No. Okay. Now, uh, so that's the IR for creativity. But also having this spectral imaging, which Andy tried to explain, uh, is actually quite helpful, not just for crime scenes. But but mainly crime scenes. (laughs) I just want to be a detective. So I'm working in the Defence Force and I'm creating a missile that's designed to shoot down enemy uh, aircraft. So within my other, on the face of my missile, I have a camera and that camera has an IR spectrum uh, instrument. And what it's looking for is for the smoke plume that exactly matches what comes out of an aircraft. And so that way you're kind of getting an aircraft-seeking missile. That's but good. An aircraft-seeking missile? Yeah. Like a heat-seeking? No, it's because heat can be faked. You can throw out like a flare or something else. And so this is now of... just identifying. Like Gibbo's smile, it's, instead of t- identifying a smile, it's identifying it's the well, chemical. It's like a specific chemical uh, Comp- the... yeah, components that are in um, uh, smoke. No, so gr- you're turning is... an art form now into genocide. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> This is just this is just an elaborate, you know, reconstruction of grimace mode. Uh, elaborate. Is- <laughs> this, is- <laughs> this is not original enough to defeat thirty six percent. All right, Lee, let's bring it home. You know, I was really hoping I'll get my socks blown off. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I have to say, probably, obviously, because you plagiarized. Uh, <laughs> is this the same give idea? Out to- yes. But I actually know how mine's going to work. I'm not just relying on magic. <laughs> yeah, the grimace mode. No, no, no. That's an, a- an AI. I'd be interested that. to see how that pans out. So I'd, I'd go for a solid 52% on that. Oh, oh well done. Yes. I still expected more, but I'm happy to win. No. <laughs> uh. it's, it's great because it's never been so easy to make a decision to cut a section. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. That brings us to the end of our podcast. That was great. What I want to say, Lee, thanks for joining us, our number one listener. Round of applause for Lee. Well done. Well done, Lee. Can I clap as well? Yeah, you clap as well. Sounds better. It sounds Sounds like a studio. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do the outro? Sure. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice Rom. Check out their stuff on the Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe on your favourite podcast app and like our Facebook page and join in the forum and leave us a review on iTunes or whatever. Cameron, sponsors for the week. You were just listening to Published Perishable Podcast, brought to you this week by the Journal of Chinese Chemical Society. (laughs) Cameron Shearer recommends to submit your papers there. (laughs) I can't believe you're sucking up. All right, final farewell, chaps. Goodbye from T-Bone. Bye-bye, not T-Bone. Toodaloo from Lee. (laughs) 